Welcome to the Periods and Power Moves podcast and I'm your host, Gianni Lee. I'm your modern day period coach, certified life and success coach and clinical hypnotherapist. I help women to eliminate PMS and realign to their cycles so that they can find their flow, stop hustling, improve their health, increase their impact, influence and success in their businesses and lifestyles. It's my soldiers and mission to educate and empower you on the power of your period. In this podcast, we talk all things menstrual cycles, mindset, business, success, productivity, hormones, spirituality, manifestation, and all the stuff in between. You're ready to figure out how you can use your period to make power moves, aren't you? Of course you are. Let's do this. Period power activism is back and the doors are now open. As a reminder, Period Power Activism is a powerful masterclass and mini course for coaches and online business owners so that you can sustainably continue to do the work, create and initiate social change through the power of your monthly cycle. Here's a few reasons why you want to join Period Power Activism now. There's a 90 minute masterclass welcoming you into the world of cycle thinking activism and why incorporating activism and social change into each of your phases is an absolute game changer. Learn how to activate your inner seasons for social change initiatives and strategies so that you can learn how to optimize your energy and hormonal fluctuations during the different phases of your cycle. And you'll also come behind the scenes with me as you'll see exactly what I do at each phase of my cycle to build in my social justice and racial justice projects. Those are four behind the scenes plan with me videos. Not only that, I'm throwing in two live Q&A calls with me to get your period power activism questions, concerns and challenges answered with me in real time. Those are just some of the reasons why period power activism is the best investment for you to make inside your business, your life and for the future of others. Learn about what else is included inside period power activism in the show notes and don't hesitate to join this incredible program. You're ready to commit to doing the work off the gram just as much as you are on the gram, aren't you? So join us. Hello and welcome back to the Periods and Power Moves podcast with me, Vianney Lee. And today in Bloody Brilliant Boss, we are joined by the incredible Jill Parrick. Have you ever felt stuck in your business and you have those thoughts and feelings of I'm not good enough or I don't have the right qualifications or certifications to be a coach or a business owner, entrepreneur? Um, and you feel like you're a total imposter. Those limiting beliefs are holding you back, let me tell you. You're not quite sure even how to deal with them, are you? So my guest this week knows all about that. Jill is a mindset and imposter syndrome coach. She uses cognitive psychology and NLP to help entrepreneurs overcome imposter syndrome and other mindset blocks so that they can actually make bank, right? They can make money. Jill knows how it feels to have taken all of the online courses and coaches and um, business coaching programs and to have more than enough strategy but still not be able to put any of it into action. I want you to get comfortable and listen in as Jill walks us through her incredible story and how she's been using different tools to overcome imposter syndrome and see her business grow. You're gonna learn about all the mindset tricks that can help you have more confidence in yourself and your business. Not only that, from this episode, you're gonna learn exactly what imposter syndrome is. Like I said, the tools to help you overcome imposter syndrome, ways you can celebrate yourself every day, how to have fun with your inner imposter, how to do the inner work so you can be successful in your business, and obviously we've got some periods and power moves talk here and the best phase of your cycle for your verbal communication. So get comfortable and enjoy the episode. 
so excited to welcome Jill Parrick to the Periods and Power Moves podcast today. And I'm interviewing her for our segment, obviously, for Bloody Brilliant Boss. And I'm just so happy to have you here. How are you doing, Jill? Thank you so much for having me, Vianney. I'm so excited to be able to talk to you again. And I am just so excited to be here. So thank you for having me. Amazing. So before we get started, I just want to ask you one question. Mm. What are you doing to celebrate yourself today? Oh my God, what an unexpected question. Okay, so actually this morning I was able to pay off one of my credit cards that I was really waiting to put, like I have been saving up like to pay it off and it happened this morning and I did a little dance and I just really celebrated the fact that like I am moving towards my goals because it always feels like we want to get there, but we don't know what there actually is. Mm, so I think yeah. just like being really excited about doing this because I could go into a whole rant about this, but we always think we're going to feel a certain way whenever we hit something big. But like, if your th- thoughts are the same, you're going to have the same feeling. So I always try and be like, this is the moment that like you've been waiting for be excited be grateful don't always try to move on to the next thing so that's what i was celebrating today get a little dance i love that and congratulations and just giving that story behind it like when we think that we we, when we get to a certain place we're going to feel a certain way Mm -hmm. it's always the case but celebrate Mm -hmm. that absolute that actual moment right Mm-hmm, exactly I love it. okay yeah. so Jill we are like I I love you so much as you I love you <laughs> um and I want you to just share with everyone um why imposter syndrome coaching how did you get into this and mm-hmm. why this niche so I started my coaching journey in the beginning of 2018 and I started with anxiety and confidence and like that's not niche at all. And I, like, I wasn't really sure how I wanted to help women, but I know that I wanted to do it. It was just something that I felt called to do. And at the beginning of this journey, I wasn't somebody who was very like spiritual or anything like that. So I was like always thinking so like logically and, and like masculine and all that shit. But, um, I was just being called to it. I was like, I think I need to do this coaching, even though I have no idea who it is. The only coach I knew about was fucking like Tony Robbins. So I was like, okay, I guess I want to do that. Um, And so I started with anxiety and confidence. And what I realized was in the online space and just in general too, imposter syndrome was something that was coming up a lot for people. And it came up for me in university, but I just didn't know what it was like I was like imposter syndrome I'm like what's that and then you read all the symptoms and stuff and how you act and I'm like oh my god I think I had imposter syndrome all through like high school and university and everything and then I realized how much people especially online coaches were dealing with it too because it's like putting themselves out there and like talking about their services because like they didn't feel worthy of their services and pricing and all that stuff. So they were like not charging their worth and all this, all of it was all encompassed under this umbrella of imposter syndrome. And I was like, I don't really see anybody doing this. It might be a really niche thing. And it was. So when I started out, I started out with this niche in the beginning of 2019. And I had to do a lot of education around it. Like, this is what imposter syndrome is. This is your 
inner imposter. It's not as, it's not some crazy like disease you're going to catch or anything like that. It's just like a term. And now I'm finding that like people are using it more and they're like, Oh, I identify with that. Because a lot of the time, like somebody would be like, I don't feel like an imposter. And it's like, well, no, like it's not feeling like an imposter. It's just not feeling good enough. It's that feeling Mm. of not being good enough to coach somebody, not being good enough to earn what you really want to earn, not being good enough for your partner or your family or your friends or whatever it is. It all comes down to it. And even though I primarily work with online coaches, this work, the work that like you and I do, it, it applies to your whole life. Like once you start unraveling one area of your life, you realize how much it affects everything else. So that was my long ass rant about imposter syndrome <laughs> and how I got started. That wasn't long enough, actually. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> so how would you um, describe imposter syndrome to somebody who is feeling like they don't have it? Mm, interesting. So I think I would say like you have the general feeling like somebody's going to find you out. Like like you're going to be tasked with something and you're not going to be able to do it and someone's going to be like, "But are you even a real coach? Like are you even qualified?" So um it's that kind of like the other shoe effect is what I call it. It's like you always feel like the other shoe is going to drop and that can really create a lot of anxiety it can create a lot of overworking always feeling like you need to have your foot on the gas um there's honestly a lot of different like layers to it but i definitely think just feeling like you're gonna be found out is like a really big one you know what i mean Mm, yeah absolutely so what are the most common things that people come to you for when they when they discover that this imposter syndrome isn't something that is like a disease, it's an actual kind of like, it's like a mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a mindset challenge, isn't it? So what are the main things that people are coming to you and, and asking you? So a lot of the time it's, I'm not confident enough. Um, I don't feel good enough to be a coach. I don't feel qualified enough to be a coach. A lot of inaction as well. Like I, I know all the things I have to do, but I just can't implement a lot of fear of rejection and failure. And what we realize as we like peel back all the like layers of who they are, it's like all these beliefs that they have adopted as their own that are contributing as to why they don't want to put themselves out there and really do the thing because they're afraid of being rejected and being unlovable, which like, it sounds like so ridiculous, but like, we all just want to be loved and we all Mm. just want to belong. And that is like our core needs as human beings. And our brain is actively trying to find the danger, right? So that's why this online coaching thing is such a crazy concept because there's a lot of risk involved and there's a lot of like exposure to like who you are and like exposing your true self and all that shit because our brain is trying to avoid that. So we don't feel bad. Mm. Um, but definitely a lot of fear of being rejected and of failing and like wanting to be confident and wanting to really put themselves out there because we all consciously know that our comfort zone 
isn't where the magic happens, but to actually implement and step out of our comfort zone is a whole different story, as I'm sure you know. Oh my God. Yeah. Like I've got all the feels right now because before even meeting you, I, I, I wouldn't know that it was called imposter syndrome. I feel like the imposter syndrome kind of term only came about maybe like five years ago. I'm just, Mm -hmm. you know, just guessing. Yeah. And you know, that feeling of not being good enough can really affect other areas of our life, like you mentioned. So how do you help your clients then? What what kind of techniques do you use and how do you help them get from wanting to really sharpen their business to being that that lovable person that they actually yeah. are? Yeah, so as you could have heard of perhaps, you know, this tool called neurolinguistic programming. <laughs> uh, and I'm so happy that we were in the exact same certification class. Amazing. Um, and so I use a lot of that in terms of the tools uh, to peel back those onion layers of not being good enough and why they feel the way they feel, like why they think the way they think so they can get a different perspective on the situations in their lives. That's at a really like deep level too. So there's always stuff that comes about essentially we all have the same thing like I'm not good enough I'm afraid to be rejected but it just comes about in different ways so you may have had an experience as a kid where like you interpreted an event to mean that you're not good enough so now that's carried into friggin' adulthood and you don't even realize it right so it's it's uncovering those subconscious blocks and releasing them it's kind of like unclogging a drain like you're unclogging the drain so the energy can pass through properly but when you're getting all this subconscious stuff that's coming up it's like clogging that drain that won't allow receptivity to come through that won't allow you to feel good and have good experiences um so that's how I like to kind of describe it but in terms of more surface level conscious stuff I say keep an accomplishment journal because that is a big deal like celebrate yourself like you and I were talking at the beginning of the episode celebrate yourself every single day in terms of like what have you accomplished whether it's somebody commented on your Instagram post and was like this was so helpful whether your client had a really big thing that happened to them and you throw it up on your stories always put that stuff into a journal so you can look at it because people with imposter syndrome are always looking at what they have to accomplish instead of what they've already accomplished and we have a really hard time tracking oh I've come so far like for example for me this time last year I was making like zero dollars in my business as I was making no money and now like this year it's a completely different story um but sometimes I get caught up in that oh like I'm not doing enough I'm not enough and then I'm like bitch look at your accomplishment journal like you were making nothing last year and you were so far in debt and now look at where you are and that was just a year ago so um yeah so I definitely say keep an accomplishment journal and name your inner imposter so you and I talked about this on our Instagram live that you and I did together but name your 
inner imposter, something that is separate from you because your critical thoughts about yourself are not you. It's, it's a, it's those beliefs, those ingrained experiences, those cultural societal ways of being that are saying those things in your head and they're not truth. They're just thoughts. And Mm. the only way that you create them to be the truth is if you give them meaning and if you make them mean something about you. So always, whenever you're going down a spiral or maybe you're scrolling on Instagram and you're like, she's doing all this shit. I'm not good enough. Blah, blah, blah. That's not you. That's Rhonda talking. Rhonda <laughs> is the high inner imposter. Um, and so like Rhonda is a huge bitch and she will say stuff like that to me. I hope I can swear on this. Is that okay? Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> good. I'm so glad. Um, so yeah, so I have Rhonda and like, I actually created like a little like Rhonda series, which I'm thinking about bringing back. So I just went on Snapchat and used one of the really ugly ass filters and just started like (laughs) talking how Rhonda talks. Because once you do that, it not only adds like humor to it, um, but it just makes you realize that like, you're being really ridiculous. Like you're being ridiculous and thinking that this thought of I'm not good enough. Good enough for what? Like we're all good enough. We all have a reason as to why we're here. If you were called to be a coach, it's not just because you saw somebody doing it. It's hard work. So you must want to do it if you're doing it. And yeah, so I would definitely say accomplishment journal, name your inner imposter. And then of course the like inner work in terms. Oh, and EFT tapping is the shit. As you know, you do it so much in your stories and I love it so much because like it just helps really look like, as you know, reset your energy and just can really tap into that abundance. Because, um, I was talking to a client yesterday and she was saying how, like, she's so afraid of not making the same amount, uh, in June that that she made this month. And I was like, what if you made double? What if you opened up the possibilities instead of thinking, what if I fail? What if I fuck up? What if this doesn't work out? But what if it does? Mm. Because our subconscious, as you know, takes everything so personally and so fucking literally that if you're saying, what if I don't do this? It's going to go, okay, let's see all the reasons as to how you are going to fuck this up and how you're going to screw up. But when you say to it, what about all the good things, the all good possibilities that there are, that's what your subconscious is going to look for. That's another long ass rant for you, Vini. I love that. The, the accomplishment diary, um, it's just, yeah, like I never really thought about like, so I call it wins, like do your daily wins. So with my clients in their planners that they have, they write their daily wins, but it, it is an accomplishment as well. Like really recognizing what it is I've done today that I didn't do yesterday and I'm in a better place yep. I am today because we are always trying to put things on our on our to-do list and naming the inner imposter I you know I love I love the name Rhonda like, I know. it's, it's so good so much joke. it's too good you need to continue with these memes that you do in your Instagram stories as well I mean on your oh my God. they're so funny anyone yeah. following Jill please follow her she'll crack you up um <laughs> Yeah, so that is incredible. And, you know, when it comes to um, 
your inner imposter, I really want to just like find out like what has been the most important thing that you've learned um, when you've been doing this work? What's been the most important thing that you've learned? I think for me, it's that the work is never done. So you're never done working on yourself. You're never done um, doing the inner work. And for some, I think that's intimidating because they're just like, I just want to be done with it. Mm. But it truly is never over, but you feel so much better. Like sometimes I just want to be like, I'm at your coach Jill and I just help you feel better because you do like you, you just feel so much more yourself. You feel so much more confident in your own skin. Like when I started this whole personal development journey, it was actually a year after I had started coaching. Cause you know, you start coaching and you're like, what the fuck is this? And then you realize that you're not going to see success until you start doing the inner work. And for me, so I started going to therapy last January and I started doing some more personal development work. And I realized that like my success was incumbent on how successful I was in terms of my personal life was how I viewed myself and how worthy I felt. Because if I didn't feel good about my services or who I was, then who else is going to feel it? Like if I don't believe in what I'm doing, who will? So the work is never done and it can be really fun. It can be hard, <laughs> totally run there. Um, it can be really hard, but it's the best work because you just feel like, you just feel like tighter and you just feel better. And I think you can agree with that too. Absolutely. And yeah, no, I agree with everything you're saying. And, you know, speaking of like being your best self and, um, feeling good what I want to know what makes you feel inspired what makes you feel like your best self I would definitely say like not giving a fuck what somebody thinks about me and just having fun like dan oh TikTok is my new obsession so like I'm on so TikTok doing it. the it's what you're you so on? good at it <laughs> as that I'm like I'm honestly like an old woman on there like I don't know what I'm doing but it's so fun because it's just like it's a chance for you to like play and like I love to play I love to be jokey I love to be funny if I can't do that in my life then like like what am I really reaching towards I feel like a big part of my like personal development journey was like always feeling like everything had to be so rigid and so professional or nobody would take me seriously. And then I'm like, that's not fun though. And like, I want to incorporate fun into my coaching business because that's how I want to be. Like, I don't want to take myself seriously. Yeah. I know I'm capable and I know I'm smart and I know that I can have a really successful business, but a lot of the successful coaches, they have fun and they're goofy and jokey, but they also get really good results. So there's yeah. a time to be like, and like, that doesn't have to mean anything again about you. Like I used to get the stereotypical, you're a short blonde girl. Like, what do you know? Like you're the stupid little blonde girl. And I used to believe it, but then I'm like, I can wear, like I'm wearing like pajama shorts right now. So like professional top on the, like on top pajama shorts on the bottom. And like, I can coach people and get them an amazing result while wearing pajama pants. Of so like, course, it doesn't yeah. fucking matter. Like, yeah. I feel like just uh, breaking those, like 
I get really inspired whenever I see somebody just like breaking those societal norms and being like, I can do this. And like, you can too. Cause like mm-hmm. when you see that and like, that was a huge thing for me when I like came out about having like a speech impediment, because I was like, no one's going to see me as professional. Like they're not going to think I'm capable or whatever. But what it was is I actually inspired people to come forward about this stuff that they struggle with and why they don't think they're good enough. And it's not Mm. saying that I don't struggle with that as well still, but it just like, the more you talk about it, the more it becomes normalized and the more like you can reach out to someone. And, but like I hear often that people come to me because I'm relatable and I'm normal and I'm just like a human being. And it's hard to be like open and honest with somebody who you think is so like uppity and better than you or anything around those lines right so yeah yeah. oh my god you're an absolute boss this is what oh my god (laughs) I love you like if there's anyone I need to speak to who's going to keep it real and keep it fun and that's something that and like again I think that's something that we all kind of struggle with that that feeling of we need to be serious if we're coaches and it's like Mm -hmm. no like I can be myself and that's something that I've like put on my pin board find the fun in all of my work if it's not fun I'm not doing it yeah I love that yeah so speaking of being a boss obviously this is bloody brilliant bosses um on the periods and power moves um but I really want to talk to you a little bit more about like um your period right yeah and I want to know a little bit more about like what's your relationship with your your menstrual cycle So I had an IUD for the last five years and I got it out in September. So I honestly didn't realize how impacted I was by the hormones that were like surging through me because it was almost like they were muted during the time I was having the IUD. And the whole time I had it, I was like, yeah, you should get it like blah, blah. And now I'm like, I would never do it again because it just, it just muted everything. Like it muted my like drive it muted like my emotions as well I would really like turn everything off and just like didn't want to like respond to a thing whether it was being really sad or being really happy it was really strange so I feel like when I got it again it was really heavy and like it was like really hard because I was like fuck like this is really tiring but I've learned to work with it more and as I started like getting into the work with you as well and seeing how you respond to your cycle and how you like make it work for you in terms, instead of the other way around, it's actually really inspiring to see that like, like it doesn't, like you don't have to have the symptoms. You don't have to have the things that everybody just said is, says is like nature because like we know in working with the subconscious mind, like you can control basically anything when it comes to like your body and your mind you know what I mean so I think that is really empowering and instead of like resisting against the symptoms and how I experience it it's more so like just like letting it be and being okay with that I think too like I used to be really resistant to the way I looked when I was like on it and everything but Mm. now I know that everything is just like flowing and unintended literally (laughs) It's all just like, I will go back to a normal state when I don't have it and I don't have to worry if I'm a little bit like bloated or if I 
will talk a certain way. It's just like, it's okay. Cause it's like the woman's, the woman's body is so normal and so natural. And yeah, so it's been a, like a really crazy ride after getting the IUD out, but it was definitely a good choice. I'm happy to have it out. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's, that's the thing that I picked up from what you said there is like, you felt muted, mm-hmm. like all of your senses. And that's something that is so real that women don't know that you actually, when you're on hormonal contraception, you actually turn off all of the beneficial values that you'll get from the different change of phase, aka season. You're not going to feel those things that I describe or talk about, um, feeling you know super high energy in your ovulatory phase or feeling like you really want to get to work in your luteal phase. You literally turn off that power. It's like literally turning off a light switch. Crazy. Which is mad. So now you're yes. experiencing those different kind of shift changes. So what would you say, like, um, if you, if, what would you wish someone had told you about your monthly cycle when you were growing up as a teenager or as a young, young girl? I think that like, it's something that you can work with and you don't have to be like embarrassed about it, or you don't have to worry about like you aren't an inconvenience and I think that's all encompassing I think in general when it comes to womanhood but like not being embarrassed like sometimes I'm still like embarrassed to buy like tampons and stuff and I'm like why am I embarrassed about this I like catch it and I'm like why am I embarrassed about this um and I think that's because I saw women in my life when I was a kid who like were embarrassed of it or or they like didn't want to talk about it or it was rude to talk about and it's like it is like it's literally the most natural thing ever and that's how we create children it's like when people don't want to talk about sex like I get it in certain Mm. areas but like sex is again like one of the most natural things ever and it's how we create life so I just don't understand why people are are so uncomfortable with it so yeah yeah. there's that whole taboo and like especially with like sex and, and, and understanding your monthly cycle, two of them go hand in hand. If you're, yeah, uh, what's it like 50% or is it 60% of women are sexually unsatisfied? Like, wow. That, that goes hand in hand with not understanding the, the phase specific, you know, benefits that you get with, during your menstrual cycle, because it actually affects like, six biological systems in your body not just your reproductive system it affects your immune system and your metabolism and your microbiome and your stress response and all of these things and that like talking about sex and talking about periods they actually need to be having the same conversation wow (laughs) they're one and one right wow that's wild Mm. yeah oh my gosh so So, much good information so um, is there anything that you want to ask me about periods if there was like one thing that you want to ask me or one thing that you wish would change in like the world of like menstrual health and education? Hmm, That's interesting. Sorry, Jill. Oh, no. <laughs> That's okay. No, I feel like I really resonate with when you say like there's a certain time during your cycle when you're more confident and when you're more like power moves like so can you just like talk about that for a second because I really enjoy that part especially as somebody who like um doesn't always have fluency with her speech I think that was so interesting and that's what I really like 
zeroed in on when you were talking about that because I was like that makes sense because there's times in the like there's times where I'm feeling really good and really fluent and there's times where like I can't get a fucking word out so I would love to hear what you have to say about that absolutely and that's a really good question because for someone who for us you know we we do a lot of talking we we show up online we deliver live content um so for you it'll be really great for you to 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 track and know where when your cycle begins because when you finish bleeding you then go into your follicular phase right Mm. and that phase is when you start brimming with all like these amazing ideas right and what's actually happening is estrogen is slowly slowly rising but then when you get to around day i would say about 10 11 12 of your cycle Mm. so 12 days after you finish bleeding sorry 12 days after you started your period you are in your ovulation phase and this is the time that you are meant to be magnetic right and it's really great for collaborations and it's really great for you to you know go out and build your community and you know try and like harness up new clients or to connect with others so this is the time that you also are um, primed for verbal communication to like an absolute t so during that time you want to batch all of your content do your podcast interviews show up on your live stories do the um ronda series that you were talking about right? yeah love so, it yeah i don't think women know about that enough so that's a really great question totally oh my god love it that's so interesting yeah. so quick fire round real quick so um i just want to know what are you manifesting at the moment Ooh. I am manifesting the perfect home for me and my partner because we're going to be buying a home in the next like six or seven months. And I'm just like, the perfect home is there. It's like waiting for us. So yeah, that's what I'm proud of. Congratulations. I'm excited. Okay. And what do you wish you had more time to do as a business owner? Like in my personal life or as a business owner, like in terms of business? Mm. I think in my personal life have or reading time I feel like I would love to like just sit down and read like a bunch of books at once because I love that so much um and as a business owner just more creative time I find I spend a lot of time like on calls and stuff like that but when I get into a creative flow it's like all this stuff starts coming out so love more like creative time for sure yeah yeah absolutely um Tell me, you said that you wish you had more reading time, but I always want to know what people are reading. So tell me, what's the last book that you read that has really inspired you in a positive way? Ooh, so I just, so, so oh, I've reread The Untethered Soul, if you ever heard of that. Yes. Oh my God, what a, it's just like, like, just like time blowing, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's so good. So that is the last one when I reread because I read that last year and I loved it so I just reread it but it's so good amazing I love that book I think I only listened to it on Blinkist okay yeah yeah yeah. like 15 minutes I actually need to read the book oh my god it's so good yes you'll love it okay so this question so if you were stuck on a desert island and you're on your period what would be your absolute essential that you would need chocolate <laughs> <laughs> definitely need some dark chocolate to tide me over <laughs> oh my god okay cool all right so if you could step into my shoes what would you have asked yourself that I didn't oh 
like ask me, oh, well, wow. I, I, I had to think about that for a second. I'm like, I'm not smart enough for this question. Um, I think like, I don't know, like more so about like my personal development journey, which I think we have kind of touched on as well. Um, I think with regards to just like really peeling back those layers of not feeling good enough, like simply because I have a speech impediment is something that like I still deal with on a daily basis. And I think it's easy to think that like people aren't dealing with something just because they're not talking about it, where a lot of the time people don't talk about the things that like impact them the most, you know what I mean? So I think it would be something like that because we always think that we know people, but, um, when I started talking, when I started really opening up about my speech impediment to my friends, I was like 26 and I have been, I've had it my entire life and everyone around me was like, we didn't think it bothered you. And it felt like I was in a cave where like, I was dealing with this in such a dark way and like no one was in the cave. So just like slowly, like letting somebody in bit by bit has been really good because it's really opened it up. But, um, I think that if you're struggling with something that is like really close to your heart and you feel like it's going to be really hard to talk about, like just start with that one person and just like go from there. Cause I started with like, I like therapist and then we'll, one of my friends and then this friend and I just kept going and then I eventually talked about it on Instagram which I was so afraid of and now I'm like I talk about it all the time so it just like it gets easier with time so I guess that's what I would ask about I this is why I love this question so much (laughs) because it's a good one yeah even if I had asked you that I might have not got it in that way and I feel like the way that you just delivered it is going to touch so many people Oh, thank you. Thank you. Amazing questions. Oh, you're so good at this. Oh God, I'm, I'm new at this. Are you really? Okay. Okay. Just so everybody knows when Vienna and I first encountered each other, I was like, this bitch is a boss. And she's like, I just started my coaching business. I'm like, what? I thought that she was already like so established and like had it all figured out. And I was just like, wow, she's a queen. So that's amazing. Aww. Yeah. Queens being queens, right? <laughs> exactly. So where can everyone connect with you and what exciting things have you got coming up that you want to share? Ooh. Ooh, I am on Instagram at your coach Jill, and that is where you will find all my stuff. So all my trainings that I do, all the tips that I do. It's really like a it's a happen in place. Um I have a podcast called From Imp- Oster to Empowered. Um, and I also have an imposter syndrome course coming up at the end of the month. I'm going to be launching the beginning of June and it's also going to be called from imposter to empowered. And it's going to involve a lot of NLP and all that stuff to really help you again, peel back those layers, those subconscious layers that are holding you back from receiving what you deserve to receive because yeah, it's all based on the experiences that I've had personally and the experiences that I've had helping clients through this type of stuff. So I'm really excited for that. That's coming out in the beginning of June. That is the next thing that I'm launching. And yeah, so my podcast and then at your coach Jill on Instagram, come hang out. 
Amazing. That course is going to be so fire. I'm so excited for I'm it. I'm so excited for you. Well done. Thank you. Okay, well, thank you so much, Jill. Thanks for coming on. Thank you so much. I love you. Love you too. Imagine if you were able to align your activism efforts and activities with the power and the energy of your monthly cycle. Period Power Activism is my powerful masterclass and mini course for coaches and online business owners who want to continue their mission for inspiring change, consciousness and empathy without trying to go full out with activism efforts all month long that is harmful for their mental health. I want you to Join Period Power Activism today. The doors close on the 12th of August and I can't wait to see you inside. Thank you so much for listening to the Periods and Power Moves podcast with me, Vianney Lee. If you've been enjoying this podcast, then head on over to iTunes and please leave me a review. I'd be so, so grateful. If you want to continue to hear more about menstrual cycles, manifestation, business, productivity, success, and mindset, then come follow me on my Instagram at statusflow.co and I'll chat to you on the next one.